And we're back for another part train. It's just Serm and Ev this episode. We just got done with our interview with the Roback founders. Heard of them? I mean, how great was that interview, Matt? It was it was one of the great interviews we've done in a while. Too bad Strack couldn't be here, but um, it was a real treat to have the whole Roback team on talk about you know their journey and some of the really cool stuff they're up to. Yeah, I great. mean, totally agree. And I think to me, well, first of all, I should I should call this out. I think this interview is basically Inception. Because has there ever been a podcast where the founders of a company being interviewed is the same company that our discount code is for and the <laughs> ad read is for? I don't know if there ever has been. I, think it, I don't think so. So speaking of that, <laughs> yep, as Matt said, we're endorsing Roback. They're incredible partners. You'll hear on this interview how incredible they are as people and how fun and passionate they are. And we're partnering because we love what each other does. And I think we stand for the same things of being outside, being active, having fun, and just enjoying life um, and learning and growing. So if you guys go to rowback.com and enter the code PARTRAIN, all one word, then you're going to get 20% off. And hopefully after you listen to this interview, you'll want to try it and, and purchase one. Because honestly, they are like the best fitting shirts and looking that I've had and Absolutely. you know, I've, we both played a lot of golf and worn a lot of expensive clothes from Travis Matthew to polo to Nike to whatever it is. And you can tell from their story and their answers that, you know, they put a lot of, of effort into this and it shows. Um, and Ev, we're obviously, we're big golfers and that's why we, we, that's what we love on it. But they're more, they're all about golf, but also about lifestyle and activity and different sports and, Anything you're doing, they want their clothes to kind of really kind of be part of day to day, and that kind of separates them a little bit. And and I absolutely believe in it. So, you know, it's uh, I think everybody's going to really enjoy putting on a rollback shirt for sure, or a cap, or a or a dog bandana, right? Yeah, they got it all. I mean, <laughs> they they kind of define it on their website as like Under Armour meets Vineyard Vines, of like a right. high end activewear. And apparently they were like a big group of active guys sweating through their button-down shirts and khakis with every activity, and they wanted something more sweat-wicking, fun, and stylish. So they saw there was something that could be done in the active wear brand targeting like a higher-end male, a guy that wants to look good, but also be active in it. And they didn't see that that category was being done, and they filled it. So um, in this interview, we're talking to um, Kevin Hupster, Christina Loftus, and Matt Loftus, their husband and wife. And they got started when um, Matt and Kevin were classmates at Davidson College. And they were constantly talking about businesses they could start. And um, I think, to me, we were talking off air about this, Matt. I think with every interview we've ever done, from PJ Tour Pros to Brandle to New York, Time, New York Times bestselling authors... I always like look back and I remember like the sound bites, you know, and I remember, oh, that part yep. was really interesting or that was really funny. But I think what's different about this interview, you know, we're not just like this isn't a podcast like just promoting their products and talking about fabrics. This is really learning about the people. And I can't remember ever finishing a, an interview liking a guest more and wanting to hang out yeah. with them more. You can right. just feel their passion. It wasn't like I loved one sound bite or the other. I actually just enjoyed talking with them the entire time. And yeah. it was just great to hear the backstory from three people that started a brand that you guys have probably all seen on Instagram a million times. So a super fun interview. Yeah. It was, what's the stepbrothers quote? Do we just become best friends? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, like, but um, I, I think all our, all listeners out there, you're going to, you're going to love this interview and, do do take advantage of uh, the promo code because the gear is phenomenal. So, so yeah, I got so many compliments on it at Sand Valley this weekend. Guys well, in the pro shop were like, "Those shirts are the shit," and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it's good stuff." So so, nobody was, nobody was complimenting your game, but they were complimenting your look. Uh, you know, that's great. You know, <laughs> well, you know, shout out seventy eight, you know, whatever. Uh, okay, um, but yeah, promo code Partrain at Roback.com get twenty percent off, and uh, we'll just get into this interview. This is great. All right, let's do it. All right, and we're back for another par train. Guys, this is like a full-on conference call. I'm excited about this. We got a lot of people on the line on the show. We got Serm and I. Strat couldn't make it. Little pink guy situation. Guy tough had to, to watch. Tough to watch again. The guy had to take his parenting duties to another level. 
Um, hope the kids get better. But we've got Kevin Hubster. We got the three co-founders on from Roback. Our new favorite shirts. Heard of them? Okay, we've got Kevin Hubster, co-founder. We've got Christina Loftus, co-founder. We've got Matt Loftus, co-founder. But there's one little confusing thing about this that I want to make sure our listeners are clear about, okay? First of all, we know your emails because we've been talking and you guys are you know, part of the show now. You're, you're a partner for us, which we appreciate and we're excited about because we love your stuff. But your emails are nicknames, which I love. And so we got Hubs, Kevin Hubster. We got Steens, Christina Loftus. And we got Lofty, Matt Loftus. However, Hubs is not the husband here. Matt is the Hubston <laughs> to Christina. So it's a little confusing. I just want to make sure everyone is clear. I'm kind of caught between a marriage and a business relationship every day. Uh, but maybe that's why I'm the hub. <laughs> wow. You're next level hubs. I love it. Yeah, um, I just want to say, Evan, you guys, it's awesome to be here. Uh, we love the park train. We're, we're so excited to be on board. And we're looking forward to this next half hour or so, just chatting with you guys and, and sharing some of our stories and a little bit more about Roback. And just talking with you guys and your audience, we love tuning in every week. Yeah, there's a lot of love going around and a lot of activity. I know you guys crave it, but we like to start you off. <laughs> we like to start you guys off with something fun. Okay, we like to ease you into it. Think of it as a little warm up at the range. So the first question for you guys is about the collars. Okay, the collars of your polos are structured and they stay nice and crispy. There's no falling apart or hanging loose and nasty like an old elbow. So to play off this. We're going to lay out some activities, and you guys tell us if it's cute and crispy or loose elbow, okay? Cute and crispy obviously means you're, in, you're all in, and loose elbow means you can't get out quick enough. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Okay. First activity, fivesomes on the course. Cute and crispy for sure. Uh, it depends on the course, depends on time of day, but um, we're in, especially with um, jams on the cart or on the on the. Uh, on the back, and ideally a beer in hand with a five-some. Okay. Now, Lofty, be careful on this one. Golf with your wife. <laughs> what? I like Kevin into that one. Loose elbow. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, there it is. <laughs> Loose elbow, okay. Oh, no, no, no. no. We're, we're all in. That's, we're in. That's cute and crispy. I have to say it, eh? But really, uh, I I really enjoy it. Christina's actually. Maybe lose elbow for me. <laughs> <laughs> a little critical of my swing. <laughs> Steens is out. Steens is out. I love this. I lo we got to get into this of being in the middle of those two. We'll get into that later. Um, third activity: uh, breakfast balls. Definitely cute and crispy. Um, I need it. My game's not sharp, um, and I would encourage others to do it. I agree. Wow, we're going a lot of cute and crispies. Maybe our our activities. We, sh we should have given them some variety here. Sorry. Okay, last one. <laughs> going fast, full fast and furious in the golf carts whenever possible. Mm. I think whenever possible, that's more of a loose elbow. I think you got to feel out the situation. Mm. Um, you know, if it's a late round with the boys or or with your wife, and uh, and <laughs> you know the course calls for it, and you're having fun, you're not destroying the course we're in. But um, you know. Hey. Yeah, be safe. Don't don't go crazy and don't don't ruin the course. We're that's a loose elbow. Wow, safety messages coming out of the rowback team. Okay, didn't expect <laughs> it. Um, so does that mean does that mean that you guys are more carts versus walking? So I had a lot of pressure growing up from my dad. I was I was in the U, part of the USGA walking club. Uh, not oh. not my claim to fame, <laughs> but um, you know, have that kind of, those kind of roots where I I like to walk if it's like around in the morning if it's kind of later and, and you're having fun you can put tunes on in the cart um i'd probably go more cart in the afternoon but christine and kevin would be yeah matt matt saying that but at, at his bachelor party i mean there were a lot of carts going a lot around a lot of music <laughs> playing and uh, he i think he can play both ways on this one gotta get my steps in i'm all about walking Okay, so maybe we'll go number three's loose elbow. They like to go barefoot, walk a little bit, enjoy the, you know, feel the ground uh, under your feet. I, I, I do have to ask, USGA Walking Society, was that on your resume growing up? <laughs> <laughs> when you had to kind of fill, when you, when you had to fill the one pager, the like, you know, the activities? <laughs> I think my first couple of jobs, it was on there. In, in the other Certifications, I would have put it on there. <laughs> yeah, pretty good here. <laughs> 
So I we've got we got the whole gang on here. We've had some great introductions, but tell us about the real celebrity, the real partner in crime, your dog Bunker. If you go through the Instagram feed, he's there and he seems like your guy's right hand man. Is is Bunker possibly the most underrated dog name ever created as well? That's all Christina. Uh, she thought of it. She knew I think it's part of I was always in the bunker. So she knew I was very familiar with that term. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's absolutely, you know, you could think of him as the CEO, uh, the real founder of the business. Um, mm -hmm. but he's like, he's by our side all the time, whether we're even golfing, yeah, golfing in, golf. in the office, traveling, like we're, he's our best salesman when we go on the road and sell. Um, mm -hmm. but he's really, you know, kind of the, he picked us up when we're down. Um, you know, he's just, he's just the man. And I, I don't know how familiar your listeners are with uh, Rhodesian Ridgebacks, but they're they're kind of badass dogs. They were bred in South Africa back in the day, originally to hunt lions. So when we were thinking about, oh man, you know, you know what, what would be, you know, we knew it had to be a dog logo. Everybody loves dogs. We love dogs. And we sure. were thinking, man, you know, we got Punker here. You know, he bested the king of the jungle. You know, what's more active? What's more crave activity driven than than being the top dog in the jungle? And so that that's kind of how the genesis of um you know roback got started and and if if you guys are familiar at all you know after wearing it uh this past week and and obviously before that um you know we have to put those two ridges on the back of every every item every polo yep. key hat you know and that's an homage to bunker because these dogs i mean they're they're awesome they're these big dogs and they've got a ridge on their back and the hair actually runs in the opposite direction and it's the coolest thing in the world and that's why we put a, two little ridges on the back of every shirt Evan and i were chatting before we, we, we the logo is just kind of iconic and really a good talk, talking piece when people see that on your guys shirt but um thank you but, but yeah but before we do um tell listeners um out there a little bit about yourselves in a sense how do the three of you guys collaborate from a day to day and maybe each of you can kind of briefly talk about your individual secret sauce that you guys each bring to the brand. I mean, we know we know Bunker's got secret sauce, but we want to hear from kind of you guys how it all, how the magic kind of works day to day. All right. Well, I'll start, and I'm going to talk about Christina instead of myself, just because it's awkward <laughs> to talk about yourself. Um, so Christina is like day to day crushes it like on everything. You know, oftentimes Matt and I are like hone in on some crazy idea and we're, we're running you know, 100 miles per hour and Christina will be like literally keeping the entire like rowback you know enterprise afloat and keeping everything moving the trains running um, but she's also like super sneaky creative um, I don't know if you've seen on our Instagram but our best viewed video is actually Christina you know nailing a soccer ball from probably 100 yards out into a basketball hoop during the women's world uh, women's world cup and so she's sneaky athletic, wow. sneaky creative, and, you know, just an unbelievable team member and brings it 24-7. I'm stuck with hubs. <laughs> uh, no, in there, but um, hubs is the, the most uh, personable guy I know. So we, uh, hubs and I collaborate a lot on product design. Um, and, you know, outside of that, he's, he grew up um, in New York, works, uh, works before Roback on Capitol Hill in DC and climbed up kind of the ladder in Capitol Hill faster than I think anyone ever has. Um, he's just the most personable guy. I've never seen someone run a phone call better than him. So when we're, you know, finding manufacturers or partnering with organizations that are much bigger than us that we have no business partnering with, um, having hubs run those calls is like unbelievable. It's, it's made us grow a lot quicker than we should. Um, so, you know, sales, product development, marketing facebook instagram ads he's kind of like i think we're all kind of team players i don't know about me but um yeah kevin for sure um you know on the sales market kind of it's it's huge that we have him on, on board i guess i have to talk to my husband um <laughs> <laughs> he's the most positive guy i've ever met nicest guy i've ever met keeps this brand always happy and this office always happy but I think even even more so, he's the most detailed guy I have ever laid my eyes on. He's a perfectionist, so that's why our shirts are so good. Like that's why the collars are perfect. That's why the fit's perfect. He will spend hours on just designing the fit of a shirt. 
um, our years. Um, so this isn't even renewing wedding vows. This is just a, wow. just a daily, daily testimonial from Christina Lofton. We just did you a big favor. The end of your performance reviews are already done. <laughs> okay, so speaking, actually, this is a great segue. Speaking of compliments, I believe that getting a compliment when wearing a shirt, a new shirt, is single-handedly, well, for you guys, I think, single-handedly the biggest key to your growth. Because I believe that a compliment per shirt worn, or what we'll call CSW, big metrics, guys, um, if you get a compliment, it immediately jumps that shirt to your A squad of your polo lineup, right? And the next time you wear it, you're hoping to get another and another. So what do you guys think gets the most compliments of your shirts? You've got three options. Is it the fit? Is it the look? Or is it the logo slash the the two lines on the back for the Ridgeback? That's such a good question. We actually, uh, probably a month ago for our Facebook ads, we, we pulled all of our reviews. So we put every review a customer ever writes it's up on our website. We try not to, um, you know, like take out the bad ones. It's just completely transparent. Um, and Christina pulled everything into Excel and she sorted and classified all of them based on that. Uh, so we had a pivot table of it. I, I don't oh. remember. It was very, I think the, the, the word was comfort, comfortable, I think, was the most prevalent word. But uh, do you remember which one? Was oh, gosh, I, I think it's got to be fit of the three. Like, mm-hmm. and comfort, like, kind of falls into that. But yeah. when you put the shirt on, it just falls so well on people's bodies mm. that people will notice how good you look. And then they'll probably ask about that logo, I would think. I mean, but, that's. That's true for Cermak because his body, you know, I don't, I questionable at best, <laughs> questionable at best. Well, and when I saw it on him, I was like, oh, well, that guy's actually looking better than normal. So, no, that, that, that that's, fits. That's interesting. That fits. <laughs> I want to jump in here. I think, I think I can already see it wearing the shirts. I'm going to be wearing it tomorrow, too. I'm playing tomorrow. I sense that these shirts just last long. And that's a big thing for me. Like, I think a big thing for a lot of people, but I get that feeling I've worn it a, worn a couple times already, but that these collars are going to hold out through hot summers um, and and really kind of stand the test of time. And I don't know if you guys hear that, but that's what I'm that's what I'm getting. Yeah, that that was our goal. This is this is incredible to hear. Um, and the one thing you know on those collars, we we hear it a lot from like the purest golfers out there. Um, you know, and that's growing up. I always struggled with my collars. I throw them in the wash, and they kind of open wide up or kind of crinkle yep. up. Um, so that took a year to get right. Um, finding the right insert in there, uh, just trial over trial. And then also putting inserts in there that are sewn in. So you don't have to worry about putting, you know, putting your own insert in there, uh, throw it in the wash, it still stays structured. So that was like a, a huge win for us. And we finally figured that out. And one of the things Matt, you know, as, as the number one golfer in this little trio we have over here, he, uh, he <laughs> constantly focused in on was making sure the collars you know, weren't too structured in the sense that it would annoy you or get in the way of your swing, but at the same time, bring it up right to that precipice where, where it's going to retain its shape, but it's not going to annoy you. Like, and that, that's kind of the middle ground that we were constantly fighting and no joke. It probably took us 25 or more attempts to get it perfect. And uh, let's just say, like, our, our manufacturing team, you know, is kind of sick of us. I'm but, yeah, but, <laughs> but we, we, we wouldn't give up on we wouldn't give up on the people. So we, we kept going until we got it right. The next question I wanted to ask you guys is it seems like that there's a trend happening. I would say in the last couple of years of people buying more things off of Instagram than ever before. And that people are, have become more open to trying brands that they haven't heard of before just because they saw it on Instagram. Why do you guys think that is? And do you, are you seeing that as well? Absolutely. I, I mean, ultimately we think our, the biggest driver, you know, of, of Roback is definitely word of mouth. So, you know, the, the old school word of mouth, like friends just talking about it, like that's the biggest driver, but the second biggest driver definitely is Instagram. I mean, we, we actually, before we even got started, you know, making Roback, we actually had like a viral social media account. Um, and we got really good at, you know, making fun videos and it's, it's also something we enjoy, like taking the time to make these fun videos. But we, we also quickly realized 
um, once we launch Roback, like what a what a unique and fun way to quickly grow the brand and, and reach a ton of people in a cost-effective way, and do it in a way where we can, by doing that, going direct to good, direct to our customer. You know, we're, we're we're not you know going through third-party retailers. We're able to invest more into the product and make sure we have the highest quality fabric. Make sure we have that perfect fit. Make sure we're getting into them quickly. Um, and, and it's because of that direct into, you know, onto the phones of all our friends and their friends that we're able to do that. So we spent a lot of time making fun videos on social media. Um, and you know, we, we also just have a lot of fun doing it and, and it's really allowed the grants to grow quickly. I mean, we, last year, I think we had three or four videos that had over half a million views, uh, after, after retweets and reposts. And then uh, one that actually went super viral and had over a million views. Do you guys find that the videos, you know, you're not really trying to sell anything per se. You're just trying to engage and create a fun video. Do you guys find that a funny video ends up leading to more sales? Like, do you see a direct correlation? We, in terms of, uh, like, what we're posting naturally on our account, like, you, you'll never or very, very rarely ever hear us talking about the product. Um, we're just trying to create a community, create engaging content, and just have fun on there. Um, in terms of, you know, our, our paid ads, um, we, you know, we tried both. We tried, like, you know, product-specific ads, talking about all the qualities, and then also just trying more, like, you know, engaging, fun content of, like, jumping off the diving board and, and hitting the ball out of midair. Um, and we find that sometimes like the, the engaging ones will get more people to the website. Um, and then we can kind of retarget them with a, with a product specific ad. Um, so it might not have the best return right away, but um, we think in the long run, it'll, it'll help us. And, and ultimately, you know, when we get these ideas, you know, we're not, we're not exactly thinking about growing the brand, but we kind of get these crazy fun ideas and just kind of run with it. So last year for the Ryder Cup, the week of the Ryder Cup, we had this crazy idea, where, you know, fun idea where we wanted to film the hype video for Team USA. And clearly we didn't do a good enough job, but um, we, we, we had a lot of fun making it. So we, we, our vision was we were going to have Abe Lincoln, Matt, uh, and George Washington, myself, um, train, you know, a USA team golfer. So we, we actually called up one of our buddies in D.C., at like 10 o'clock at night uh, on a Friday. And we said, Hey, you know, are, are you available tomorrow to play Rocky in a video we're filming? And he's like, yeah, what time? And we were like 6 a.m. Can you meet us at the Washington Monument? So, and we ended up like scouring all over Baltimore to track down the Abe Lincoln and George Washington costume and spent the next <laughs> filming this like super fun video. I mean, we were, if you ever want to know what it's like to be a celebrity, dress up like a founding father and go to the National Mall in D.C. <laughs> because we had every tourist coming up to us. And we also had, like, golf clubs on our back. We had every tourist coming up to us asking to take photos. I mean, Christina had bunker there. It, it was hilarious. And uh, that, that was actually the video we filmed that ended up getting over a million views, um, you know, after, wow. had, like, so many other accounts reposted it. And uh, actually led to us going over to Paris um, for the Ryder Cup. Um, dressed yeah, dressed as Abraham. And actually, we were on, this, this is diverging from the question a little bit. It's a really fun story. But the, the uh, we were warming up, the, the players were warming up, and we were, like, dressed as Abe and George Washington on the putting green. And, like, that's, that's, Bryce that's and incredible. All these guys clearly saw the, the video go viral, like, on whether it was, you know, Golf Digest that we posted or, or one of the other big accounts. And they came over and they were like crying, laughing at us right before they teed off on that like really nerve wracking tee. So we hope that we helped kind of calm the nerves of like some of the guys. They really were. But. Anyway, we're thinking of putting together a bigger, bigger team for, uh, for the next Ryder Cup on, on U.S. soil. So if you have any friends that look like any founding fathers or iconic American legends, you got to let them know what we're looking oh. and, we're, and we're hiring. And one thing I will add, dressing up like George Washington in Paris, Abe Lincoln works, but in Paris, everyone everyone thinks you're Napoleon. So just if anyone <laughs> out there is thinking of doing that, just keep that in mind. Speaking of fun ideas, I think there is a, an idea that I would love for you guys to go into more detail, which is the hashtag breakup shirt campaign. <laughs> let, me, let me make sure I get this right, okay? Because I actually didn't see this. Matt brought this up to me. Uh, you go on your website... You scroll to the bottom, 
and there's a little hashtag breakup shirt. You click on that. There's a form where you can nominate. It's almost like nominating a friend to go on The Bachelor. But you nominate a friend <laughs> who has is going through a breakup, and you guys w- would potentially select them based on the story and send them a free shirt. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we have. There's a story behind that too. So uh, one of our friends, um, we can't reveal any names here, but uh, he went. He went through, or a bunch of his friends were going through tough breakups, and he wanted to support Roback. He loved the shirt, um, so he was like looking for an excuse to buy it. So he would buy all his friends who were going through these breakups a Roback shirt. Um, so he told us this story, and we were like, "That's such a cool idea to reward." <laughs> You know, someone going through a tough situation, breaking up. Um, we were also a little concerned about being in his orbit, given all the breakups going up, going on around him. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I think it really cemented home when he actually broke up with his girlfriend. So we were like, all right, this tradition needs to live on. So we sent him a shirt, and that was our first breakup shirt that you know we sent as a as a company. And now we have this form where we kept these submissions. Like we have to now go through and see which ones are made up and which ones are real. So we're like, we're we're like going onto Facebook and finding out if this story's real or not. <laughs> a really good use of our time, but but we got to get to the bottom of a lot of these stories. We got to mend hearts. That's but, uh, a, that's like, awesome. It's a fun process, and then the, the toughest part about it was finding a couple that was willing to uh, <laughs> provide a picture for the Bridget Shirt campaign. So we asked one of my friends. Uh, you know, and we were like, hey, would you and your girlfriend, would you mind if we posted your picture and we crossed out her face? It's a worthy ask, you know? Yeah. It, it, it was like a, they were the strongest couple we knew, so it, it seemed like it was appropriate. Yeah, and um, it's actually really cool it, what it's turned into. We've, we've gotten a bunch of emails from people who, you know, friend or parent have, like, put up with broken up with cancer, like survived mm. cancer, and we've been able to send them yeah. a, a polo cool. or a hat or whatever just to congratulate them for fighting through. It, it's been cool how, how people have interpreted the word breakup, you know, like Christina sure. said, to kind of reward people in their lives that are going through a tough time. And we can't we can't send it to everybody, but, you know, we, we find some worthy, you know, email th- throughout each day, and we're, we're excited to do it. It makes our day fun and, and and hopefully put a smile on somebody's face. Love that. Yeah. Well, you, well, guess what? You're going to get one right when we get off this podcast because my brother's going through one right now, and I think a rollback oh, shirt yeah. would be a perfect way to liven up that guy right now. So I'm going to submit one after yeah, this. Awesome. Another thing we want to get to the bottom of um, is we know everybody's got solid, solid shirts in their wardrobe, but what about stripes versus patterns? I'm personally a stripes guy. Ev's more of a pattern here, uh, guy. Do you guys see more patterns being sold versus stripes? We think it's kind of two different camps here. It, it's so torn, you know, in our audience and our customers. It's, our, it's friends, yeah. our friends. Yeah, like we're, when we're designing shirts, we're, we might start putting some off you guys for feedback. But it's like <laughs> there's some there's some guys who are like firmly in the print or pattern camp, camp um, and they're looking to – kind of jazz it up and wear a party polo on the course, like wear it to dinner, wear it out. Um, and then there's some guys who just aren't there yet, you know? Um, and like for them, stripes, even the very more conservative guys are, are looking for solids. So we have a, a range of, of all of them, but we do have some fun print ones coming out. Um, Kevin's wow. feeling fast with the fabric of one right yeah, now. We're looking at one called the Opraise that uh, will be out in November, December that we'll be sure to send send over to you guys but we think it'll be a fun one and kind of the way we look at it is we try and roll out at least one fun print you know for every season um you know just to you know pacify our buddies that really want to wear those (laughs) print ones and also for those nights out where where you're looking to turn it up a little a little harder than than you know a pure stripe night plus they're really fun to design yeah (laughs) all those fun little graphics and icons to go on those those polos well i have get a few more prints print shirts for rollback and i'll keep you focused and relaxed out on the course i mean you know i'm a big you know i'm a big pattern guy you know i got the base you guys sent us a couple bayside highs um for my buddy with me at sand valley he loved it and i'm just curious you know because at first i'll admit like you know this next week Shout out to Meadowbrook Country Club. Next week, I got my member guest with my buddy Ryan 
Last year wow. we made the shootout, and he wanted to get stripes for matching shirts. And I was like, "Ugh, Ryan, I'm not, I'm not gonna do stripes," <laughs> you know. But I will say, I I got a stripe one from you guys, and I surprised liked it. I, I was surprised that I liked it so much. Um, but it is interesting. What do you guys? What What do you think separates? Like, describe a guy, a pattern guy, you know, versus a stripe guy, you know, because I feel like. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's the number of years you've played. Sturm's been playing longer than me. He grew up with the game. He's a stripes guy. He's belonged at a club. He's a stripes guy. I'm more of like a a muni guy that's come up late. I was a baseball guy to start. I'm a pattern guy. Is there any distinct, distinguished qualities you guys have seen? He wants you guys to get so deep on this topic that you don't have to. Oh, it fascinates <laughs> me. I lo- we, we've had this exact same conversation. Uh, I think there's, I think there's a correlation or causation, one of those two, uh, of uh, that that kind of formula you just laid out. Um, like of our group of friends who are more into the prints and more willing to take a risk, they're also kind of the same guys who are the first ones that are untucking their shirts, you know, on like an afternoon round or crack open a beer. Um, not necessarily that worried about taking a risk. They'll probably take driver out of the back more often. Um, I think wow. the stripes guys might be a little more like in tune with their handicaps. Like really, they might be on the range more often. Um, probably sure. a little more of a traditional conservative golfer. Hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of that, that mold is kind of breaking. Like, for example, one of my good friends just invited me out to um, DC to play at their Columbia country club one day, junior member guest. Nick. Yeah. Nick. And we, um, and he's like, you know, more of a pure golfer, like, you know, more on the conservative side, but he, he approached me and was like, we got it. We got to make a statement. Let's, let's um, both rock the base that high. So um, we both wore it to that. I think it's like starting to take a turn where it's become a little more acceptable, even at like the top country clubs um, or it's for those pure golfers. But I do think there is a little bit of correlation there. It's a, it's a really good point. It, maybe, maybe um, the print is more of a mammoth, feel and the, the stripe is more of a, a sand valley feel. oh now he's talking my language i like that <laughs> wow so we can kind of compare midwest and the coast and things like that I like that <laughs> right yeah they actually sell in cities too like the party polos like on the west coast in you know new york city is pretty popular dc um yeah it's, it's interesting we'll, we'll keep you posted if any of these trends start changing you guys have such an entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, you built a company together and y'all had great careers um, already and kind of took a turn. Um, and this brand is very personal. You can, you can, you can hear it in your guys' voices. And when you tell these stories about, you know, what you guys have been up to. Um, but you know, from working on Capitol Hill or, you know, different things like that, did any of your friends or family tell you guys that you were absolutely crazy to start this <laughs> company? <Still> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we're always Evan, Evstrat, and I were always interested to hear about the, kind of the, the journey a little bit around entrepreneurship. Yeah, I, I think that's what sets entrepreneur, entrepreneurs apart from those that don't go forward with, you know, their business. Um, it's really keeping your head down when everybody around you is telling you can't, telling you you can't do it. So that is definitely something that we experienced. I mean, our, even like our parents were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> For the record, my dad uh, just a month ago said, I actually think that was a good idea. <laughs> oh, he, he came, and what did he say initially, though? I mean, uh, not that the shirts weren't a good idea, but he just said, you know, like, oh, you don't don't leave your Capitol Hill job. You work so hard, like, you know, you right. such a good place, job security, you know, and it, it, it may also be a generational thing, you know, we. We had this idea. We also felt there was a real hole in the marketplace. You know, we we had a lot of polos and T-shirts and, you know, pullovers that we were constantly sweating through. And then the ones that were kind of more performance-based, you know, we felt weren't the highest quality or or just didn't have the right style to kind of fit what us and our, our friends wanted to wear. So we always believed that we could we could create something special. And what, once we did that with the polos, our first product, and, and saw them sell out in two weeks, you know, in December, while we still had our jobs, it was just 100 miles per hour from there. You know, there was no yeah. turning back. And, and I don't think any of us have had any doubt since then. 
and it was just kind of a race to see how quickly we could quit our day jobs at that point um, and, and start, you know, living, breathing, you know, growing robots 24 seven and, and having fun. That, that's the other component that people say, you know, it, it's, ter- you know, it's so much hard work and all that it is, but it's also so much fun and it forces us to do things that we would never do. Like who would have thought I'd fly to, you know, Paris wearing a George Washington outfit. Like, <laughs> right. Never would. Have, well, maybe I would right. Have yeah. <laughs> maybe you could have been convinced, right? <laughs> exactly. Tell me more about this. I'm fascinated by the your guys's first run of shirts because whether or not you know entrepreneurs or you just watch Shark Tank, a lot of times you'll hear things like, "I feel like I have a great product, although I struggle to get it in in front of people." Right? It's expensive to market products digitally or obviously TV and, and more the traditional way. And so people have these great ideas, but they struggle to have people find them, right? W- were you guys running ads when you first launched on Instagram and, and others? Or what do you think drove the popularity? How did people hear about you so early? So we, we made a list of everyone we'd ever talked to and anyone we had emails of, all three of us. And I think it was a list of probably over a thousand people and we just emailed them. We didn't we didn't know about mail merge yet. <laughs> we literally like single handedly like gmailed everyone and told them about our, our concepts and like we had this cool product and like here is a graphic image of it. We don't actually have the product yet. You have to trust us, you know, you have to pre order this or else, you know, we're not gonna be able to fund our first, you know, round of production. Um and for some reason people believed in us. And, and I, you know, I, I, we just talked about how no one believed in us, but like people, like some people did because they bought the product and it was around Christmas and Hanukkah and holidays. So people gave it a shot as a gift for whomever they wanted. Um, so that's kind of how we did it. That's how we got it in front of people. And we had our uh, website, but we didn't use any digital marketing, like traditional marketing. Thank God that mail merge, we didn't know how to do it because we personalized every single email because we were writing them all from scratch. Um, which I think went a long way, you know, with that, you know, our extended networks. And I mean, we were emailing high school friends, college buddies, fraternity brothers, you know, you name it, you know, everyone we could think of, um, to kind of get the word out there. And and we, we actually, you know, met with our manufacturers, you know, our manufacturing team and saw the fabric and, and we're just so excited at Thanksgiving, you know, for two days, we took, you know, two days off and, we were just like we knew we knew it was going to be a success, but it, it was really our friends and family that that came through early on, and, and luckily the, the most amazing thing is they came back. Like they came back and bought more. Um, you know, our our customer return rate from day one even to today is like way above the industry average, um, and, and we owe we owe a lot of that to you know just focusing on the product and and making sure it's differentiated. Yeah, and then the only thing I'd add is um, even past that first run, we still didn't have really much money in the bank. <laughs> so our, our idea to get behind, you know, to, to kind of think of a, a creative way to get the, the word out there besides just emailing everyone we knew was um, we built a teardrop camper. My dad's a woodworker, so he helped us build this uh, wooden teardrop camper that we, we literally just drove up and down the East Coast, and we would sell outside of, whether it was like um, strip malls or out, partnering with a country club, selling at their member guests or wow. you know, selling outside of a, a retail store um, where we do a revenue share model. And um, it was a really kind of like creative, but, um, you know, cost efficient way to get the word out there. So we really just met so many people on the road. We, uh, Christina and I and Bunker, we would even sleep in the camper and save money. Um, but we, it was just a fun way to get out there, sell in person, let people feel the fabric and kind of get to know us. And now those are all our best customers. So, you know, mm. two years ago, we met all these people on the road. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of like grind, um, you know, and hustle instead of, you know, spending money. Sure. It's just a classic pop-up shop marketing campaign. <laughs> right? I, mean, I mean, really, right? I mean, and that created the personalization in the early days, right, that you guys – clearly still have to this day. And that's, that's incredible. Well, we, we see that in you guys too. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you guys started around the same time we did and, and it, it's been fun to watch the pod grow and your audience grow. And, and we're, 
we're just pumped to be on. Like, this is just so awesome, you know, to, to hear you guys ask <laughs> these questions because we have the same questions for you guys. Yeah, it's really cool to hear you guys talk about it. You know, and obviously we're, we're talking golf. We're on the par train. We're talking golf. But as much as you guys um, build your product for golfers, you, you do, you know, dip into some other sports and a lot of, you know, really active sports, whether it's tennis or, or paddle boarding or golf or like you guys said, just hanging out on a normal day, you can wear these clothes. What's an ideal day with, with all your gear? <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, absolutely. We, we kind of brand ourselves and we, we designed the product to be, you know, lifestyle activewear brand, not just another golf brand. Um, yep. So like, for example, we're getting a lot of NFL players who are wearing the, the product um, some on the field. We just came out with performance t-shirts or we came out with it last year. They sold out quick. And we actually have a performance tee out there that, that rivals. Our goal was to beat Lululemon on quality. So it has the silver technology in it. You can sweat in it as much as you want. It, the goal is for it to never stink. Um, at least that was my goal. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, but we're, so we're seeing like uh, NFL guys wear it and reach out, especially, you know, those that know the golf community because that's kind of where we got started. But, um, you know, ideal day is, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to say to that, like, outside of golf, definitely football. We've seen a lot of football players um, wearing the gear. Um, from uh, We saw Baker Mayfield wearing a hat. We have no idea how he got it. Um, <laughs> wow. Edford is wearing a shirt. We don't know how he got it. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, our boy, Brogan Roback. I don't know if you guys <laughs> watched HBO Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm a big Hard Knocks guy. Oh, yeah. Yes, nice. yes. He, he rocked it on two of the episodes, but we, we lost it. He, he's the man last year. Yeah. Last year. Uh, and his so, last name is Roback, which is just insane. So oh, the, minute, the minute we saw that, we were like, we got we got to talk to this guy. Uh, and, well, and he was the coolest, most down-to-earth guy. We're, we're pulling for him at uh, Pittsburgh. And then uh, my cousin, Sam Hubbard, plays for the um, Bengals. So he's been rocking it and, and spreading it in the league, too, which has been awesome. You come across celebrities or athletes that are wearing your brand do you then reach out to them or how does that work or is there a process there some of them like uh actually not not really like the big ones in the past we just would slide right into their dm <laughs> uh and see if like we can that. but, but, uh, but that, that doesn't really necessarily work what what we found is that people are organically wearing it um like baker mayfield we had no idea how he got a shirt uh, how he got a hat um, uh, Sam Bradford, we have no idea how he got a shirt. Now we're starting to see it kind of like take off, which is it, it's really like the coolest um, feeling for us. And we, we've just gotten we got a call the Monday after uh, uh, you know the tour championship in Atlanta, and we had we learned that two uh, I, we can't say names, but we learned that two top ten guys are interested in rowback. Top ten. Wow. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was really like that that for, as, as for me and i think for my family that's when they knew we were actually like starting to become a little bit legitimate um yeah but that was like one of the coolest moments when we knew that i wish we could tell you these names but um you wow. know they, they knew roback they had the gear and they were interested in, in seeing you know what a partnership would look like um we're still a ways out from that you know we can't really right. afford it yet but um cool to see that, that that's happening that's exciting so we've got only a, a two to three more questions for you and then we'll get you out of here but you know matt matt was a little worried that these questions were a little bit too deep but sometimes we like to go deep on the part train so you know that's what we're gonna do <laughs> we've had a lot of mental game episodes so, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> we're, we're gonna i like to go deep you know i like to dig in so first question is you guys say that your mission is to inspire the world to live active, healthy lives. Something that I'm very passionate about as well. And you know, 18 holes in the course of your buddies can lead to many transfusions and club sandwiches. So in all seriousness, if you guys could do one thing differently a day or tell people or have people do one thing differently a day to be healthier, what would it be? That's a great question. I think for, for me, it would be to sweat. Make, like Every single day, come to a full sweat. Um, whatever it is, whatever activity it is, um, whether it's a game of spike ball or like working on your lawn or just going for a quick run in the morning, um, living that kind of active lifestyle and, and making sure you sweat at least once every day. 
that's kind of that's my personal goal. But Christine and, and Kevin, I'm yeah. Not. One of the things, if you guys have ever like been to the main page of our website, like on a on a desktop, not on a phone, uh, which may have never happened. Um, if you if you scroll down, we actually have a creed on there, kind of of what we believe, kind of as a brand and, and as a collective group. And there's a lot of fun things on there, but one of them that's really fun that stands out is we believe in the other the other section, um, in other interest section on the resume. And you know, I think just finding something you're passionate about outside of work, um, and and work can definitely be fun and hopefully is fun, but finding something you're passionate about and being active with that on a weekly basis, if not daily basis, is, is something, you know, I think I definitely encourage everyone to do because it kind of sure. led us to start a company. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm by no means a health nut and I'm pretty realistic about like day to day, but like, I, I truly believe that what you put in your body, like really dictates how you feel. So I would encourage people to think about, you know, what, what they're putting in their body and like the, in your output, like, what Matt said, like just, just sweating every day and like once a day, just breaking the sweat. Yeah, it correlates with fun. Love that. You guys are preaching to the choir right now because big health nut here. Okay, it's all about how you feel, not what you eat. <laughs> um, but our last question is, I think what makes you guys, I think our listeners can probably tell just from listening to your answers that, you know, you guys are great people and you love to have fun and you love having a lot of fun. And the shirts are great, and I hope a lot of them go and, and buy this. Remember, uh, promo code PARTRAIN for 20% off, um, and I'm sure they will. But I will say one of the most amazing things, too, is that a portion of each transaction goes to the American Humane to rescue dogs around the country and train them to be service dogs and, and for veterans with uh, PTSD. I love investing in brands that give back. Why was charity such an important piece for you guys, especially when you're starting out, you know, and, and every dollar you get is valuable to put back in the business. Why is charity so important? Absolutely. And, and to, like to this date, we haven't accepted any outside investment. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's just been us, you know, three um, and, and the team that, that we've, you know, brought in around us. But I think all three of us have a disposition that the more you give, you know, the better the world will be, the more you'll get back. And it's something that's kind of, you know, in, deep inside of all of us. And, you know, the giving back, especially to veterans and, you know, these, these men and women that have given so much, you know, for all of us. And, you know, we, we've all interacted, you know, with these families in our communities and how much they've sacrificed. And, you know, we, we've tried to think of, you know, how can we really make a difference in their lives? And, you know, by donating a service dog to um, some of these service men and women that have, you know, are suffering from a traumatic brain injury or suffering from post-traumatic stress and oftentimes, you know, it, it can be debilitating, you know, it can prevent them from leaving their house or getting on an airplane, you know, et cetera. So we thought, you know, how can we get that creative activity message, that mantra that we live by and apply it to the way we get back. And, and we thought by, you know, giving these service dogs and funding these service dogs to, to, you know, help some of these veterans and active duty personnel, you know, get active again, get back outside, get traveling, you know, get back to living their lives and, and craving activity themselves. Um, we thought that was just a, a real special way we could do that. And, you know, we, we don't advertise it too much, but it, it's, it's something we do with every, every item we sell. And, and it means a lot to us. And, and um, you know, we, we also work with a few other charities. But, you know, for me, I did a lot of work on Capitol Hill working um, on traumatic brain injury and PTS issues. And that's how I really learned about it. And Matt and Christina also knew a lot about it. And that's a lot of, you know, friends that are connected to that. So that, that's kind of what drove us. Yeah. And also um, we were, you know, we, we kind of believe in the, the, also the healing ability of dogs too. So like trying to think of piecing all these, these kind of thoughts and beliefs that we have together and finding the right organization to partner with and, and learning that uh, American Humane Pups for Patriots program, not only, you know, helps, veterans um you know and get them back on their feet get them active but they do it through the, the power of the dog and in the, in the meantime uh rescuing the dog at the same time training them to become a service dog for that with pts um so we like you know when we realized and learned about this organization kevin kind of brought us uh, um as something he was passionate about so we were we were all in you know kind of from day one on that um we've also gotten close with an organization called the the reef foundation which 
um, helps find cares for spinal injuries, for um, paraplegics, for um, quadriplegics. And the whole mission there is just helping those people get active again. So that's something, again, we don't really advertise that a lot, but we, we've done a lot of work with them as well for, for all the same reasons. We, we want to spread that creative activity mindset. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, you've not, if your listeners have never heard of the CRISPR and Dana Reef Foundation, you know, I think most of our parents know about it, but our generation, you know, may not be as familiar, but definitely worth checking out, learning what they're doing, checking out on Instagram because, you know, just because someone's, you know, gone through an accident and, and, you know, you know, physically can't move some parts of their body at this point, like doesn't mean they can't still keep craving activity and living life. And so we, we try and do some work with them as well to, you know, make sure we're encouraging everyone, no matter who you are, to be active and crave activity and, and have that mindset all the time. I got to laugh with you. As you guys were kind of going through that, my dog, Tula, came up from behind and just started licking my elbows as I'm sitting here at the dinner table. <laughs> but in all serious guys, and, and Evan, we really feel this, and then obviously hearing you guys talk about it, there's a lot of great clothing companies out there and golf clothing companies, but there's not many mission-driven companies and brands, and um, it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just awesome to, uh, to hear you guys go into it and kind of what really keeps this brand going and alive. So thanks. We appreciate that. Yeah, and, and you guys know we're big, we're big supporters. We're going to continue to support – you guys and wear the stuff and and so the fact that you can look good feel good on the course but also give back love that and you know what thanks so much guys for coming on the show if you guys don't already follow roback follow them on instagram and twitter at roback r-h-o-b-a-c-k great follow and um go buy their stuff at roback.com using the code yeah guys it's an absolute pleasure thanks for coming on thank you for having us Thank you, guys. This has been too much fun. We're, we're going to try and get on the train again. Thank you so much, guys. Also, let us know about the breakup, sir. We're, we're, we want to help your, your brother out. I love that. All right, guys. Thanks again. We'll be in touch. Take care. Yes. Thank you.